This is the Braither Point. Steve. I want to thank you for not telling the fellows about what happened. Of course, I'm delighted that the way things turned out. So, it's over and done with. Look, you can take a plane tonight. I'm getting a new ship and a new skipper, but we'll have plenty of time to get married. We'll let my mother know after. Oh, well. The officers of the cane and the What are you, boy? Kind of tight? Sure. I got a given conscience. I defended you, Steve, because I found the wrong man was on trial. So I torpedoed Creek for you. I had to torpedo I feel sick about it. Okay, Barney, take it easy. You know something? When I was studying law, and Mr. Kiefer here was writing his stories, and you, Willie, were tearing up the playing fields of dear old Princeton, who was standing guard over this fat, dumb, happy country of ours, eh? Not us. Oh, no, we knew you couldn't make any money in the circus. So who did the dirty work for us? Queen did. And a lot of other guys. Tough, sharp guys who didn't crack up like Queen. But no matter what, Captain Quig endangered the ship and the lives of the men. He didn't endanger anybody's life. You did, all of you. You're a fine bunch of officers. You said yourself you cracked. I'm glad you brought that up, Mr. Painter, because that's a very pretty point. You know, I left that one detail in the court-martial. Wouldn't have helped our case any. Let me see, after the Yellowstain business, Queen came to you guys for help and you turned him down, didn't you? Yes, we did. You didn't approve his conduct as an officer. He wasn't worthy of your loyalty. So you turned on him. You ragged him. You made him songs about him. You'd given Queen the loyalty he needed, you suppose the whole issue would have come up in the typhoon? You're an honest man, Steve. I'm asking you. Do you think it would have been necessary for you to take over? It probably wouldn't have been necessary. Yeah. If that's true, then we were guilty. Ah, you're learning, Willie. You're learning that you don't work with a captain because you like the way he parts his hair. You work with him because he's got the job or you're no good. Well, the case is over. You're all safe. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. And now we come to the man who should have stood trial. The Cain's favorite author. The Shakespeare whose testimony nearly sunk us all. Tell him, Keeper. No, you go ahead. You're telling it better. You ought to read his testimony. He never even heard of Captain Quig. Let's forget it, boy. Quig was sick. He couldn't help himself. But you, you're real healthy. Only you didn't have one tenth the guts that he had. Except I never fooled myself, Mr. Greenwald. I want to drink a toast to you, Mr. Kiefer. From the beginning, you hated the Navy. And then you thought of this whole idea. And you managed to keep your skirts nice and starched and clean, even in the court-martial. Steve Merrick will always be remembered as a mutineer. But you, you'll publish a novel, you'll make a million bucks, marry a big movie star, and for the rest of your life, you'll live with your conscience, if you have any. Now here's to the real author of the King Mutiny. Here's to you, Mr. Keeper.
If you want to do anything about it, I'll be outside. I'm a lot drunker than you are, so it'll be a fair fight. To win, warriors must know why. There is never victory on defense. War has goals, battles, objectives. To know future, study past. To understand human nature, learn divine. The secrets are in scripture, hidden in history. The Bible begins at the end, before the beginning, in an ego-engineered evil and a disconnected devil. First sin is a passive, unprotective atom, permitting the first psyop. Basic weapon is body, ultimate mind, battlefield soul. Gain the mind, win the soul. Rulers write history. Heroes define it. Martyrs make it. Selfless sacrifice survives sabotage. Elite soldiering is mind over matter. Ultimate warriorship is all heart. Valentine was murdered for marriage making, sanctifying the highest and hardest sacrament ordaining the maker's micro-society, family. Conceived and raped, orphaned and adopted, claimed by Christians, initiated by indigenous, tribally trained, martial arts mastered, special forces and psyops served, decades of duty in DEA and DIA, intelligence inducted, deep state betrayed, Yeshua saved, dedicated to republic rescue, American exceptionalism, and redemption by God's grace. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Happy to be with you. Got a real special guest, um, but uh, showing that clip from one of my favorite movies, The Kane Mutiny, because a Team America member said something like, uh, yesterday I showed a clip of uh, a woke female captain. So like, just like Quig, and it's like, nope, you don't get it. That's not like Quig. It's also like uh, Robert Duvall and the great Santini thinking he's a bad guy. No, they just they break under the stress, but the team did not support them. I was just on... JeffreyPrather.com commenting, and somebody was saying, oh, some SEAL teams could do a lot of good. I'm like, well, it's not really SEAL teams, it's ODAs, but it's nobody's coming. It's up to you. And I notice you're not on Team America or in the chaplaincy uh, either. Those are very important to understand. And that's the great lesson there um, with Jose Ferrer, um, the scene there where he's saying, you guys could have got behind him, not because you like him, but because he's the leader, he's the captain, and you should have been behind him. And that's what's happened in our country. We've delegated out our responsibility, public schools to teach our kids, uh, big churches uh, to pray for us, all of that crap. And so if you want to watch a great movie, um, that's a great old one to watch. The new version is terrible. Don't even uh, bother with it. And I've got a great uh, attorney on today. Todd Callender is going to guest. But before we get there, I just want to go over a couple other things. Uh, and, you know, one of those is people will say, oh, my gosh, the uh, Pope um, is uh, satanic because he's got a serpent on a staff. Well, you don't know your scripture because yet uh, God told Moses to put a serpent on a bronze fiery serpent, which I think was an electric current. And then Yeshua later on says himself, uh, like uh, the bronze fiery serpent, the son of man must be raised up. And of course, uh, Moses uh, staff turns to a serpent. I think it was an electrical current. Uh, there is the Kudalini serpent coming up, but a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, the Pope is evil, but not because he's got a serpent on his staff. That's missing the whole point. Um, and of course, that's the Caduceus. And I've talked a lot about uh, all of all of that m many times. Uh, but people misunderstand and don't do their homework. You've got to do your homework to understand 
really what's uh, going on and uh, really what is uh, happening. And um, another quick one I want to show you here uh, is people were freaking out about this uh, because some uh, eco-terrorists threw um, red dust uh, on the Constitution. And uh, it's true uh the police do nothing. Of course, you don't expect the police to do anything uh, anymore, especially the Capitol Police. Uh, they're paid off. Um, but you can see there uh, that... Um, uh, They've put red dust all over the Constitution. Uh, and, of course, the police should do something, but they're Capitol Police. What do you expect? But they also said the document is damaged. Well, if you've ever been there, as I have, you know that's, that's in a sealed glass case that sinks down at night. And so it is not damaged. That doesn't excuse the police. But, again, you should be accurate in what you are saying. Uh, and so much of the time, uh, no one is. So, uh, we're going to talk about the Ukraine of the USA today, The CIA, how the CIA runs DOD, the FBI, the cops. Todd Callender is going to jump in, how Black Rock has bought Ukraine, how the CIA white phosphorus is in Ukraine and in Gaza, likely, and BioNTech and Moderna is saying mRNA is not gene therapy. But before we get there, uh, just want to uh, comment, um, share comments, uh, Lex69 on my show, show the work versus work the show. Yep, Preacher Holstein used to promote him, quit. Uh, <clears throat> uh, when there was a flood down there, his church was dry on a hill. He wouldn't let people sleep there uh, because of the carpet. That's a big church fake, and I will uh, call him out uh, all the time. Also uh, was opening, going through my mail. Uh, and um, so John Marin, thank you so much for the Book of Destiny. I will get into that. I looked at your quotes already. Uh, Mark Fulmer, thank you for sending me your new book. I wrote you the uh, intro, the endorsement you uh, asked. Um, very happy uh, for that uh, as well. Uh, Linda, thank you so much for your 10-page handwritten letter, impressive for a 75-year-old lady telling me all about uh, Catholicism. Uh, and I really appreciate your deep dive uh, into that. Uh, and I have read the whole letter and I'll read all the stuff you're uh, telling me. Uh, and I really appreciate you not condemning me, but educating me about my former Catholic faith. Uh, that's great. Norman, thank you for the CD of your music. I uh, really appreciate that. Uh, that's great. And, uh, and also, I just got to say, <laughs> sorry, I, I uh, dropped them. But uh Michael, thanks for the uh, gold backs. I've never had those sent to me before. Appreciate the donation. That's uh, pretty cool. Very uh, interesting uh, stuff. So it's kind of a thank you Thursday. Um, oh, yeah. Also to uh, CJ, thank you for your book. I'll be looking at that um, as well. Very grateful for all the gifts. Thank you so much also for uh, all the prayers. Uh, as well. So please remember to uh, go to sat123.com. Uh, or be ready123.com, get your uh, sat phones. If you can't afford your sat phones, get your uh, bivy phone. Uh, coming soon, a degoogled uh, pixel type uh, phone that's even um, less expensive. We talk about that all the time in Team America. 
Sat Phones for Comms, uh, or uh, Sat Text. I'm on Galileo uh, for emergencies uh, like that, but also burner phones. Uh, and uh, the satellite store is putting that out uh, shortly. So sat123.com, uh, please go to that uh, as well. So uh, lots to jump into uh, today. Uh, and where I want to start off is talking about the Ukraine of the USA. Uh, and so what happened in Ukraine uh, is clearly the CIA ran the Maidan cover revolution, Victoria Newland through the State Department, official cover. Uh, they took it over. Uh, and why did they do that? Uh, it wasn't for uh, anything except for um, running the country and then doing drug experience on the country. So this goes back to my days uh, when I was in PSYOPs and Special Forces working with the Contras and saw the CIA running uh, cocaine for Contras, which built the Clinton cartel of death, they're doing the same thing, except it's on steroids. It's a thousand times worse than it was. And Ukraine uh, is on a stranglehold of big money, BlackRock and JP Morgan. Ukraine's privatization initiates a set precedent that entire countries can be privatized. This is Smedley Butler double World War I Medal of Honor recipient saying war is a racket. Um, and there were the uh, several peace initiatives uh, that were sabotaged because they want to destroy the country so they can then spend the money for the rebuild. It's not just the military industrial complex of the money, but the rebuild uh, as uh, well. Ceasefires are not good for uh, business. And so these are, this is the hierarchy of enemies. At the top is the adversary. Uh, Lucifer uh, with his uh, fallen angels. Uh, below that uh, are the ghost of Nephilim, the demonic spirits that run uh, uh, roam the world. Uh, below that are the ancient hyper families that are real old, that are keeping themselves alive uh, through uh, adrenochrome and stuff like that. Below that then uh, are uh, Bilderbergs, Rothschilds, uh, Council of 13, Council of 300, uh, all of those below that are politicians, below that are intelligence uh, agencies, uh, below that uh, uh, are uh, militaries uh, as well. But Ukraine was used as a guinea pig uh, for human testing. I posted this on my patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather uh, and uh, also on my um, uh, jeffreyprather.locals.com uh, as well. I've said Ukraine is a biolab for the U.S. The U.S. is a biolab for the world. That's what I mean uh, by that. So all of the uh, major pharmaceutical companies, including the U.S. biolabs, 46 of them, uh, went into Ukraine uh, without oversight. This is Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Celtrion, Novartis, International AG, Merck. Uh, and remember, I work, I do competitive uh, intelligence in the biotech space, but only for the good guys. Um, <clears throat> Uh, and this was what the Ukraine was really about. This is the same thing uh, that the CIA did with the Contras running coke from the Colombian cartels. They're just doing it on a much more sophisticated and acceptable level uh, now. The 46 Biolabs uh, is pales next to the hundreds of uh, major big pharma labs uh, that are there. And there's hundreds in America as well. Uh, and... Uh, this has been uh, exposed uh, by Putin. So a lot of people are talking about Putin and Tucker, how Tucker wanted to be in the CIA. Uh, his father was in the State Department. Yeah, no big deal. And of course, Putin or Tucker was debriefed 
pre-briefed and debriefed afterwards. But there's a Formica program, Foreign Military uh, Briefing Program. Uh, what's really interesting is what what's, was what did he hand him in that book? That would be interesting. It might be some kind of one-time pad, something like that uh, as well. But the real objective in Ukraine is not to win the war, uh, but to engineer the destruction of entire countries like Korea, like Vietnam, like Cambodia, like Laos, like Afghanistan, like Yugoslavia, Iraq, Libya, Syria, Yemen, and now Palestine and, uh, as well, and Gaza. It's not to win anything. We don't, we're not allowed to win anymore. It's just to destroy the country uh, so that then it can be privatized by uh, uh, big money. And big money is now in big pharma, which is just another corporate cartel. And this is also the neocon agenda. This is the Lindsey Graham. This is the McCain. I guarded McCain uh, once. He couldn't wait to get out of there. Uh, he was a poor naval officer, married into a rich uh, family. The Biden administration has granted $75 billion in military aid. That's not where the real money is coming in. The real money is going to come in with the reconstruction efforts through BlackRock and J.P. Morgan. And BlackRock is tied right into Israel uh, as well. So the privatization of Ukraine was launched in November 2022. BlackRock's consulting company, McKinsey, uh, the public relations firms is co-opting public officials. Uh, and the Kievan government engaged BlackRock's consulting arm in November to determine how to best attract that kind of capital. They've brought J.P. Morgan in. Uh, and Zelensky, uh, the trending actor, uh, has been meeting uh, with um, Larry Fink, who was the uh, head of uh, BlackRock uh, there, because he's a figurehead. It's all just a figurehead. So in September of 2022, Prime Minister Dennis Shamal announced that the government would implement a transfer of majority-owned state-owned enterprises to the management of the state property fund. Uh, and then these state-owned assets would be privatized by the state property fund. Major assets such as port facilities are up for privatization. Same thing that's happening in the United States. Port container ships, ports, trains, trucks, it's all same thing uh, happening. In November 2022, there was a memorandum of understanding between BlackRock and McKinsey, the Ukraine Ministry of Economy, December 2022, agreement between BlackRock CEO Larry Fink and President Zelensky. February 2023, J.P. Morgan, uh, of all the failures, joins the BlackRock Reconstruction Bank project. Uh, June 21, 2023, Ukraine Recovery London Conference uh, with King Charles, the very corrupt uh, royalty that is just the tip of the iceberg of these hyper-old uh, Rothschild, Bilderberg uh, families that keep themselves, that try to approach immor uh, immor uh, immortality uh, by uh, uh, sacrificing uh, children. Uh, but uh, the World Bank has estimated that Ukraine will need $411 billion to rebuild after uh, the war. But that's not even the real payoff. The real payoff is the black soil grains, which, of course, they all want. It was not GMO'd, but they really want to GMO. Uh, that is the uh, real plan. And it's real funny to see here. Because uh, take a look at this on Blacklisted News. The U.S. opens a probe into U.S. supplied weapons and possible Israeli war crimes uh, because they've got white phosphorus. Uh, and somehow uh, the Israelis were using white phosphorus. White phosphorus is a terrible uh, burn. I used to have a white phosphorus grenade on top of my commander's safe all the time. So if we had an E&E, &E, I just pulled the pin, let it burn down, everything 
burned up. It destroys things terribly. You can see in that photo uh, that it is uh, white phosphorus. And so the joke here is that they're saying uh, that we're going to investigate um, Israel for uh, white phosphorus. And the reason that's a joke is because it's through the D- the CIA that all this is uh, happening uh, originally. Uh, so if you look at this uh, CIA substack, which I just uh, happened upon here, uh, how uh, the CIA supplies Ukraine with white phosphorus and white phosphorus is showing up in Gaza. Well, how do you think that's happening uh, as well? Now, the intelligence community is not supposed to run the military. The military is in the Constitution. Before there was a country, there was an army. Before there was an army, there was a militia. I'm real proud of being senior service branch, fighting for a country that did not yet exist. And while Washington had a lot of intelligence, there was no mechanism for that. That came out of the OSS from uh, World War II, at the end of which was a military special operations unit. Pretty good. Uh, and yes, at the beginning of after 9-11, the CIA could not provide special operations, the intelligence they needed. They created their own. Uh, that's how I ended up in some very special operations uh, units uh, that I don't talk about uh, much. But if you look here closely, uh, you'll see uh, there is the document uh, that the Noetic International in Wyoming, which is a CIA front, is providing 155 uh, white phosphorus standard rounds. So if you think that they're going to do something about it, uh, they're not going to do anything about it. They're running it. Uh, and Poland is the FOB, the FOB. It's full of FOBs. It's all, full of all kinds of, of uh, American military going in uh, to Ukraine, all for the drug corporations. Again, it is what I experienced back in the 80s with the CIA running cocaine uh, to sponsor the Contras. Uh, Reagan's illegal operation that everybody thinks Ali North was a hero about. I've never thought Ali North was a a, a hero. I always thought he was an uh, incompetent fool, you know, but Fox loved him. Uh, but this is what's going on, except it's just magnifying. It's just much more sophisticated than it ever uh, was. Uh, and so people have got to wake up uh, and stop paying attention uh, and thinking, uh, start paying attention rather, and stop thinking uh, that the CIA are the good guys. They're not the good guys. In fact, I just had on Steve Friend of Garrett O'Boyle, uh, former uh, FBI agents, and they're saying that uh, they're, they're, it's all bad now. And I just got a call from uh, the retired warrants who got me into that specialized uh, intelligence unit um, because the CIA couldn't give SOCOM the intelligence uh, they needed. Now, he says there's still some good guys in there. I am not so uh, sure about that uh, at all. But in the CIA Gates substack exposing uh, uh, the Noetics company, uh, this is the CIA guy, ex-military, chopped from the military, because when you're young military, you're like, oh, I get to go do a CIA special operation. That's uh, cool. Uh, but uh, he became a clandestine services officer, which is a case officer. He was a collection officer. Collection management officer that supervises case officers. If you don't know, uh, spy talk uh, as well. Uh, and he was behind the white phosphorus stuff uh, in Ukraine. So he's probably behind the white phosphorus stuff uh, in Gaza as well. But don't worry, the U.S. is going to investigate it. The FBI will investigate it. Well, what does it mean when the FBI investigates? It means they cover up. The FBI is the cover team. So you've got to stop thinking 
that the FBI is a law enforcement agency. As Garrett O'Boyle said, the FBI whistleblower on my show, also a veteran, army veteran of Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, great Christian. The FBI is not an intelligence organization. It's not a law enforcement organization. It's an intelligence organization with law enforcement capabilities simply to cover things up. So if you're still working with them, you're you're foolish. You're a fool. you got to stop thinking that they're the good guys. They're not. They are in there to keep themselves going on. They're the Praetorian domestic guard. The CIA is the F- Praetorian overseas uh, guard. And so the CIA Special Operations Group uh, is SAD, Special Activities Division. I've been there. I've worked with those guys. They're all ex-military. It's what you guys think the born guys are. The born guys are always ex-Delta uh, uh, or from the uh, intelligence agency that I was, uh, intelligence unit that I was part of. Again, I was recruited into Foreign Operations Group, FOG, then I went into Foreign Intelligence Activity, then it became something else, uh, went elsewhere. But the the CIA doesn't have that, case officers don't have that uh, capability. But what are they doing? They're running drugs and they're doing grows. Uh, They're all about cannabis as well. Uh, just to run uh, drugs because it is profitable as everything is destroyed. That is the plan uh, for them. So it's important to understand and, and grasp all that. And you can follow all those uh, uh, on my um, uh, on my Patreon.com at the five fifteen or twenty five dollar level, uh, or you can go to JeffreyPrather.locals.com. And also, please sign up for the Great American uh, Meetup. Last show, I talked in detail about that. People are signing up. Uh, looking forward to uh, that. Uh, I just, again, criticized somebody who was uh, saying the SEAL team should do something. No, it's ODAs, but nobody they're not going to do anything either. You've got to sign up. Sign up for Team America. Sign up for the chaplaincy. Uh, work with Todd's folks. Uh, work with Darren Gobb's folks. Uh, and show up for the Great American Meetup. Uh, June 7th, 8th, and 9th uh, in Tulsa. Um, But that's really uh, what is really happening. Uh, And to help us understand that, uh, I'm going to bring in my special guest who's been very patient, uh, who knows a lot about that. And thanks for waiting, Todd. Uh, Well, I threw all that stuff out real quick. (laughs) There's a lot. There's a lot to talk about here. I I was keeping notes, Jeffrey, because there's so many things that, that intersect. You know, I started out my legal career in Poland. It was still a communist country. It had just broken away from the, it was the last one, the vast satellite to break away from the Soviet Union. And my job was doing mass privatization for the the country's largest law firm. So what you're describing in Ukraine, I've actually done um, as a lawyer. Yeah. So you're, you're right in every respect. And I was in Poland when the land grabs began, you know, all the fortune 50 companies swooped in and they acquired state-owned and run assets, um, aircraft manufacturers and things of that nature, high-tech stuff, um, including bio labs, all of that kind of stuff was, was on the table. So um, you're absolutely correct about that. The other thing I would make mention as it relates to Ukraine, actually a couple things. One is that it is smack dab in the middle of the Belt and Road Initiative. So the Chinese entered into their constitution in 2013, um, the Belt and Road to unite the world, um, the trade route, autonomous, by the way, with autonomous vehicles and workers and robots and things of that nature. And it goes, it follows the Silk Trail, just as Marco Polo did thousands of years before, right through the heart of Ukraine. And this uh, war, I guess it's really a technically a conflict legally, but let's call it for what it is. It's a war. 
um, has everything to do with that. Who is going to control that trade route? That is where the Khazarian Empire sat. That is where the Russians and the Persians got together and defeated the Khazarians and made them adopt a religion. They chose Judaism. They took it over and became the Zionist state. So part two of this um, whole operation is not just to run the Belt and Road through that, that territory, but to retake the Khazarians, to retake their territory and reapply what they've done for thousands of years, and that's control people, uh, trade, drugs, women, whatever, kids, they, they control it all. And I think what you're going to see is by virtue of the huge population reduction through the, the war, um, you're going to see a lot of people from Israel and other nations where Khazarians, Zionists, move back into Ukraine. I think that was the, the fait accompli. And BlackRock, you're absolutely is right in there. General Paul Valley had um, suggested maybe we could try and help solve the, the Ukraine conflict. My company has operations in that area. And, um, and I talked to my people over there, and they said, no, this is BlackRock territory. You Stay out. You're not going to get anywhere with it, um, just as you said. So your intelligence is really good intelligence is what I'm saying to you. Yeah, and BlackRock is, is in bed with uh, Israel. With the they own it. So – I will say, send me whatever you got on Kasarian uh, Zionism, because I don't think I haven't found anything backing up as Kasarian. Now, Sabbateism and Frankism, which is the total corruption through rabbinic Talmudism, uh, is uh, what I call, I think you call Kasarianism. There was a Kasarian empire. There isn't a lot of detail about it. But the, the Revi Sabbateanism and Frankism, where the, you go to total corruption, uh, through child rape and yeah. child killing, yes. um, uh, is by any name, I, it's the same thing. It's exactly yeah. right. But uh, but that's fascinating uh, uh, and and very uh, yeah. I didn't. I forgot to mention the uh, Silk Road uh, China connection. There's been several undercover DEA agents and FBI agents that got involved in that, especially with the cryptocurrency. And yeah. uh, what happens is they go like, okay, here's a million dollars. Here's some international passports. And then they go, why don't he call? Uh, you know, he, because they just disappear and they go end up working for the uh, bad guys. And then and then they they know the system and then they come back. And, and so I think that's how everything has gotten corrupted. If you don't have a strong sure. moral foundation, then it's if you're working all this stuff, it's easy to get. Yes. corrupted. Um, that, that, what an important point you just made. And this this goes to, you know, how I know you is from your whistleblower efforts. And um, it takes an inordinate amount of courage and strength of character to do that. You know, 99.9% .9 of the people on this planet would not go through that pain and suffering as a matter of principle. So it's exactly how we ended up in this situation. It's exactly why we find ourselves with um, guns and badges kind of guys not willing to do anything about it. Um, I think the furthest we're going to get out of all of that is a, a great no-show, maybe an opt-out. But, you know, we've been talking about trying to get our friends in law enforcement to do the right thing, follow their oaths of office to the Constitution, and, and frankly, arrest those who are acting uh, without authority. They are impersonating officials. But um, yet, lo and behold, they're following illegal orders. They continue on every day as though nothing has changed. And you know, um, as well as I do, that on the 10th of January last year, Mr. Biden, who purports to be the president of the United States of America, went to Mexico with Obrador and Trudeau and made the Declaration of North America. He made the 
the dissolution of our nation as an executive order. He dissolved our nation, and yet you find um, people in the military and guns and badges um, who refuse to take note of the fact that 100% of his cabinet are, are serving unlawfully. They don't have valid oaths of office. Mayorkas, who was impeached yesterday, didn't bother to do one. The statute's clear. You got to do it within, within 30 days of your appointment. You got to have a sworn oath of office. Mayorkas couldn't be bothered. Yesterday, he gets impeached. And what was one of the articles of impeachment is that he didn't follow the oath of office. Well, lo and behold, he doesn't have one. None of them do. So where are our law enforcement guys? Where are our local guns and badges saying arrest that? Go and bring him to, into custody. There are statutes that require them to be arrested, and yet nobody's enforcing the law. That's a that's a great that's it goes what I showed at the beginning the the clip from uh, yes. McCain. Yes, you got to understand and the and the fact of the the serpent on the staff and how the Constitution. You got to understand really the details. Uh, not following his oath of office because he's got no he's got no oath of exactly. office. Exactly. That goes right into the prep act and, and everything else. Yes, so let's does. back up for a second here and do talk about um uh so the title again uh is the CIA runs the military. Uh sure. and again they should not. OSS uh after is when it's disbanded founds CIA and special forces. SF has been great, honored to serve in them. CIA has always been a wreck. Uh, but now, uh, intelligence services run everything. Now, there was, after 9-11, <laughs> there was a development of a Tier 1 Special Operations Intelligence component that I was honored to serve in because CIA couldn't pull it off. But um, they have not displaced CIA and the, the deep state, which is no. what I call the intelligence community. Um, yeah. But that really runs the military. And the other side of that is, Police chiefs who are going to be police chiefs, they go to the FBI Academy for the National Academy. Those guys work, walk around in red polo shirts. They're the guys being groomed, and they think they're being trained, but really they're being run by the corrupt FBI. So again, FBI is not a law enforcement agency. It's an intelligence agency. As I've said in Garrett O'Boyle, the whistleblower said on my show, Army Vet 2, it's an intelligence agency with law enforcement functions. It's yeah. foreign counterintelligence capability struck struck never graduated like i did from the fbi academy wow i didn't know that he probably graduated from the farm um sure which means that position is cia so yeah. cia controls fake news big news it controls military it controls fbi and fbi then controls uh, who's going to be a police chief they also have all these sheriffs because they have task force. And I was a primary firearms instructor. And when guys got, they didn't get a gold DA badge like I had, but they'd get a silver DA badge. So they had to qualify for our standards, which are more stringent. But the point is that they were owned then by the feds because they're under federal jurisdiction. So the, the CIA and the FBI, which are really one in the same Praetorian guard, sure. domestic Praetorian guard, sure. uh, OCONUS overseas, controls this vast empire and sheriffs are politicians too. Yes, and so, right. you know, before the show we were talking and I was saying, I talked to Lamb and I talked to Mark when I spoke at the pit and they're all talk. I don't see him do anything. Um, yeah. And You're I don't advise not to do anything. Right. Do you, do you like your income? Do you like your position? Yeah. 
we can make that go away. Uh, I want to add something to what you just said. It's so important for people to understand this dynamic. The CIA and the FBI are above the law. By statute, they are exempted from the rigors of our penal code. They get to do whatever the hell they want to do. So imagine how corrupting that is when there's lots of money flowing around. They're involved in all kinds of drug and other deals in the pursuit of investigations. There's a lot of free money, a lot of cash flowing around. Imagine how easy it is for them to lose their way. And we saw it in the Obama years. You saw the DEA guys down in Bogota with a bunch of prostitutes and, and uh, drug lords partying together, right? Well, be, why would you party together? Because they're working together. And this was known that wasn't working together. Hey, these are clandestine FBI or DEA guys. These were known agents, literally agents of our government, collaborating, consorting with people breaking the law, not just any law, but I mean, drug and human trafficking laws, the most egregious kind of thing. And it was open and it was unapologized. And so that's the, the, the fear I have, Jeffrey, is what you have. There's nothing stopping them. You know, it used to be other countries would stop these things. Are we going to end up where Vladimir Putin is the guardian of principles? Is that really where we're going? I'm so glad you mentioned that because I, I just replied to somebody on JeffreyBrady.com is writing. I'm like, I'm still trying to wrap your head around what you mean by ally, like Putin. I'm like, the enemy of my enemy is my ally, not my friend, not a good guy. We're not on the same team. Putin is ex-KGB that says there are no ex-KGB, but he can be our ally against the global cabal. Not that he's not part of it at times. That's right. Not that Musk is or not has part been. Of it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, well, I don't think he is right now. Musk. I well, think this is my point. Both sides. I, I, I agree. No, I agree with you. What I wanted to say, sorry, I'll shut up. But I wanted to endorse what you said. I think he. I think he double-crossed him. And frankly, I think when he threw the ball to Trump, he signaled in Sochi. He says, the ball's in your court. I think he signaled to him, I'm not moving forward with the WEF and the, and the, the owners. Um, and what are you going to do, Mr. Trump, to grab the ball? Um, and I suspect that they've been collaborating along, frankly, with Xi and others um, in order to end this, this dynasty of, of the, the Kazarians or however you want to refer to them. But the ones who I think are actually genetically different sociopaths that look like humans. The ones who have owned and ruled this world for millennia. Those people are what I'm talking about. And I think we're in a, this is the year humanity retakes our planet. I really firmly believe that. So, so talk to me about where you guys are at. Cause I'm looking, I'm looking at your stuff. And of course I was, you know, honored to be on the TI symposium and have come on the board yeah. there. Uh, but I don't keep up to date with everything uh, you're doing. Um, <laughs> I a lot going on. But, uh, a lot but going on. But yeah, let me uh, pull up um, your. So uh, yeah, uh, this is. Uh, I thought this was perfectly in sync oh, with good, what thank we're you. talking about today. It is. It's exactly what we're talking about. This is where the world's laws in every country, literally all of them, were changed in order to uh, accommodate militarized public health. So that's the diagram that shows who's in charge of this world, how it was they did it, by what organs. And we named the organs that are responsible all the way down to the DE, I'm sorry, the DOD, which was the executioner of the orders to democide our entire planet, 7 billion people or so. 
And and I made reference to this just a minute ago. When one country goes rogue, right, where a dictator is is now ruling things, it used to be that other countries would come to the rescue um, of the people that that were victim to this kind of a dictator. Um, and, and they would force changes by international agreement and they would cut off supplies and do things of that nature in, in what seemed to be in pursuit of, of humanity's furtherance, right? Protection of humanity. But what we really come to find is that they were all controlled the whole time. Those were all facades, exactly as you described as it relates to Ukraine being abused and destroyed on purpose because it's convenient. Um, and this is the same the same apparatus. And so they changed the world's laws as related to public health because it is the one and only universal exemption to human rights. Right? Every country that signed on to all these multilateral conventions said in the case of a, of a pandemic, a global health emergency, all bets are off. We'll do anything that's required of us. We all agree to do anything that's required of us to, to confront this health. But they weren't told, right? The nations were told that our country, yours and mine, the United States of America, had been creating 470,000 pathogens for the purpose one day of releasing one or more of those pathogens in order to depopulate the planet, to have an execution plan to effectively take away the human rights of 7 or 8 billion people and selectively um, remove them from the face of this planet. And they all collaborated and they all changed their laws to accommodate the 2005 international health regulations, which were um, then utilized upon the declaration of a pandemic to take everybody's rights away and force them into taking gene-changing shots that eventually have injured or killed you know, millions, if not billions. I mean, we've got more than a billion walking dead right now. And nobody's going to hold the other pe people accountable. There is no place to seek redress. My case that sought redress was, was thrown out of the Supreme Court about a month and a half ago. They don't want to hear it, right? So universally, the owners of this world have told all their government organs, you're not going to do anything about it. You're all guilty of killing 7 billion people, um, and none of you are going to do a damn thing about it. So that's where we're at right now. And believe it or not, I was asked to write a book about this, um, the use of militarized public health to eradicate humanity. And I think that I'm going to actually do that. Oh, that's excellent. Uh, th that's fascinating. Uh, so, you know, uh, I know Tom Renz, uh, you know, and I've, I've vaguely followed the Nuremberg 2.0. I'm not a big fan of the Nuremberg stuff because it's not, it's moot court. It's not real stuff. And I think yes. sometimes people yes. think it's real. And I, and also you're giving everything away. Um, I have seen something uh, going on in uh, El Salvador and uh, another South where they Costa had Rica. was it Costa Rica where they had yes. a success? Yes, so, they have had success. They have. Yep. So how does that? Well, explain that and then explain if that president carries over internationally at all, please. It does. Both things. Number one, it's important because Costa Rica had special courts for the grievances of their citizens against the government. Some really brave people who I've interviewed a number of times did a symposium with them. Um, it's, uh, it's an international justice. I can't remember the, the name of their yeah, group, but yeah. in any event. Um, you know, they pursued a case against the, the government of Costa Rica and said, hey, you're poisoning people. And they got past all of the dismissals into an evidentiary hearing. And, and that's all moving forward. And, and the government has now admitted their experts have admitted, holy cow, these things really are gene modification shots. And we really shouldn't have been giving these things out. So you have effectively an admission um, in evidence that will turn into, ideally, um, findings as it relates to a criminal case. Of course, the state 
always reserves onto themselves the right to pursue criminal things. So they could only bring civil. That's what they did. It looks like it will turn into a criminal pursuit. Why is that important? Because Costa Rica signed on to a bunch of mutual legal assistance treaties, just like all the other countries did. So what that means is that if, if Costa Rica decides that, for instance, Anthony Fauci had a hand in developing this bioweapon eventually to cause the, the death of one or more Costa Ricans, they could seek his extradition and the United States would be obligated to grab him and export him to Costa Rica to stand trial. Um, that's generally the way the, word, the law works, but there are subtle differences between different MLATs, we're calling them. They're the mutual legal assistance treaties country by country. But there are also conventions on the subject matter, which includes international um, criminal laws, which arose from Nuremberg in Germany. Um, the, you might recall that the Germans were experimenting on people without informed consent. That's where the informed consent laws came from. Those were the very beginnings of international criminal law. And countries had signed on to the Nuremberg Codex, where all of that was, was written down and agreed amongst the nations. Effectively, what they said is that experimenting on people without their knowledge or consent is so egregious, it's a universal crime. It's criminal everywhere in the world. So what that means is Costa Rica does not need to rely upon the MLAT. They need only invoke the provisions of the Nuremberg Codex to force the trial of people even in absentia, if necessary, in order to seek redress. So C Costa Rica is leading the way at this moment. Yeah, so from my point of view, that's ground-up resistance. That's uh, ground-up legal resistance as opposed to theoretical Nuremberg um, that's real. There, and then why is it real? Because there's a thing called comity, where nations recognized as sovereigns, recognizing other nations as being sovereign, have made agreements amongst the sovereigns, amongst the groups of people, the governments themselves. And to undo those agreements at this late day is, is impossible um, because the rulemaking process, the lawmaking process is so rigorous. And so you really have to end up with effectively a bunch of dictators who simply say, no, we're not going to meet our, our international obligations. And frankly, Jeffrey, I don't think that's possible because you look at what's happening with um, with Russia as an example. They're leading the way with the BRICS. You, you now have Brazil, India, Russia, China creating new currency systems. They're not going with the U.S.'s program. So wherever there's competition, there can no, be no one world dictator. It's not going to happen. Yeah, so so Russia is building up uh, real resources for an alternative yes. economy as the dollar collapses. Yes. Everybody's so then then Russia's um, complaints that they have continually and in great detail about the U.S. bio labs listed uh, for the yeah. UN will how yes. will that then fit in, for example, with the Costa Rican um, yes. precedent? Great. Well, a, you, what you said is really important. It, it can't be understated. The Russians were in charge of the uh, UN Security Council last year, and they put into evidence many of the bioweapons factories they found that U.S. or elements of the U.S. owned and operated after Ukraine became um, free from the Soviet Union. One of those biolabs was owned by a company called Metabiota. How do we know that? Wow, wasn't Hunter Biden one of those shareholders? Was it was John Kerry's son or son-in-law also? I mean, these are notable people that were operating bioweapons factories in Ukraine. Why Ukraine? Because under the law, Ukraine is a territory of Russia, no different than Taiwan is a territory of China. They are not recognized as individual sovereigns by all 
nations, by some, by most perhaps, but not by all. What that means is that they were not a party to the bioweapons treaties. So conveniently, they were left out of the bioweapons convention. Um, and lo and behold, every major pharmaceutical company on the planet has its headquarters where? Kiev. Why? Because they're exempt from the restrictions of, of treaty obligations under the bioweapons conventions. Effectively, both in Ukraine and Taiwan, there are bioweapons laboratories producing bioweapons because it's not illegal to do so there. And, and, and one point that, again, getting back to the, Nurem, the Nuremberg trials versus the Nuremberg 2.0 is the Nuremberg trials happened because U.S. GIs killed enough Nazis right. to produce to defeat Germany, and then right. they could have trials. It's the same reason why there's why there's justice in a courtroom is why the murderer and rapist doesn't rape and murder everybody in the courtroom because there's a marshal or a sheriff or somebody <laughs> stopping him. And sometimes yeah. even that doesn't happen. So when Ukraine falls, as it is, as I have said all along, Ukraine was, is, and will lose. To Russia's never even oh, geared Russia. up. Russia fights wars. That's right. Then all of the impetus, all of the momentum, all of the all of the resources for eco uh, economics shift to Russia, and then therefore, so does uh, the legal impetus as well. Well, I, it's a really interesting point. Will Russian you know benefit from that? Um, right now, Russia is the enemy of BlackRock. Why? For a lot of reasons. Number one, um, when there was a firefight in in Astana, Kazakhstan, the new home, the newly built home for the Bank for International Settlements, um, the the locals who were deprived of access to their bank account for not having a COVID passport entered into a firefight supported by the uh, Russian Spetsnaz, Special Forces guys, and effectively Vladimir Putin took over Kazakhstan. This was 2018, 2019, somewhere in there along with the Bank for International Settlements, banking codes, and everything else they have. They, they own and operate the world network of private central banks. They own them, save a few, right? They don't own North Korea, they don't own Cuba, and they don't own Russia. Why? Vladimir Putin kicked the IMF, the BIS, out of Russia and took ownership of their central bank. It's no longer privately owned by the Bank for International Settlements. The last guy who did that was Muammar Gaddafi. And look what happened to him. So here we find ourselves, Russia being persecuted, prosecuted, eliminated, or trying to by who? By the owners of the, the Bank of International Settlements, the same ones who own the United States and all of these other countries. And so you find a very strange situation um, where you know Russia is very clearly annihilating Ukraine. It's tragic. It's like 10 Ukrainians to every Russian death. And you're right, the Russians haven't even geared up yet. In fact, they had sent their old armor to Ukraine um, while the good stuff, the Spetsnaz, was going east to Kazakhstan. So this whole thing looks to me like a great giant double cross of the owners of this world, um, including the Bank for International Settlements being one of their principal organs because it controls the money supply. Um, and I, I find it fascinating that half the world is going along with them. So this... This one world government thing, Klaus Schwab, there's not a chance this is going to happen. Zero, zero chance. It can't possibly coexist with competition. So that, so you call all this an extinction level event. We've done lots of shows together where, yeah. you, and I say I agree, but we'll win. And you're saying we'll win. So is the Kazakhstan with the Spetsnaz guys 
kind of like an international bunker hill? Could you think you could yes. make that? An yes, it is. That's beautifully stated. It's exactly what it is. It is the bunker hill. He Vladimir Putin took it for himself or maybe for humanity, depending on how you look at it but took control of the empire that was built by the owners of this world for themselves. And he took wow, it. I should, so what I, I should have show title, I did, but I didn't understand it until you. <laughs> it. So, uh, so, so this is my point. The owners of this world are missing. You look at the crest on the Windsor castle was taken down and you look at the, the Royal family's a mess, right? There's no power there. Um, the Rothschild um, Rockefeller organs, the city of London, right? Likewise, there's an estate sale happening. All the Rothschild stuff's getting sold off. And by the way, their estate in the Black Forest was raided by 300 cars and helicopters. Our police digging up the Black Forest, digging up bodies in the Black Forest from their, from their child hunting exploits. And then um, you look at the, the Vatican, right? the other player in the Bank for International Settlements. The pr principal banker um, was indicted and extradited to the United States by President Trump's Department of Justice. Lo and behold, we hear reports of 650 airplanes flying gold back from the Vatican to the United States, and I believe that to be true. All of these things happening in the background happen pursuant, at least in U.S. law, according to something called IEPA, the International Economic Emergency Powers Act. And back when I was in law school, I worked for the federal government law enforcement applying this very law, which is extraterritorial um, civil asset forfeiture. And so you see all these organs of, of law enforcement reaching across country lines in coordination with a rogue nation, a rogue nation being you know, um, Russia. And I see two different governments. I see this Joe Biden government that's flailing around that doesn't know what it's doing. And I see a Republic of the United States, otherwise known as 26 governors and, and Mr. Trump, restoring our republic in some kind of comity relationship with some mutual recognition between uh, Russia. The Republic of Texas has been specifically mentioned um, in the Kremlin. They are, they are now recognizing our 10th Amendment and saying, okay, we're not going to treat the United States as an enemy. Um, we're treating that 10 square mile area as being our opponent. So humanity is arriving in such a wonderful and strange way. And I think this is the year we take our planet back. The, the, the owner's organs aren't functioning and people are seeing it for the first time. They're actually believing it, saying, holy cow, my eyes aren't lying to me. This is true. And, and so as that happens, as humanity really realizes this, there is going to be accountability, just like there was in Romania with Ceausescu. You know, in the morning, he's talking to his, his loyal but you know, enslaved population by the afternoon and his wife are getting executed for treason. We're we're at that moment. That that is here right now. And so, France. Come, so I've put up the uh, France where they're yes. forcing. So what yes. I always say is, when somebody forces something, they're trying to project power they don't have. Power That's is exactly not right. Um, exactly right. They don't have it, and they are going to suffer the guillotines like they did. You know, the French Revolution. It's a perfect setup. And, and the whole reason why the French. So the French Revolution, for those who don't remember. Uh, loved uh, the American Revolution. Benjamin Franklin uh, was a rock star, should have been George Washington, our first rock star, but they tried <laughs> to replace uh, Christianity with human secularism, and it was a disaster. The same thing happened with the Mexican Revolution, is they closed Catholic churches, which is Christianity in Mexico. Right. They hung priests. That was the Cristeros uh, War, and they went That's off right. track. 
And now we have gone off track as well in the, in the same uh, regard. Um, well, that's, so that's fascinating. So I, I did want to ask you the, about the last part is that BioNTech and Moderna are lobbying the EU, Swiss, and the UK yeah. re- regulatory agencies to stop mRNA injections being classified as gene therapy. And that's Congratulations. because it looks like they're losing their cover. But they're, they're <laughs> yeah, exactly. their cover. Uh, so uh, comment on that. Explain that. Uh, to well, me, th- thanks in no small part to you um, and all of those like you. And I mean that, that, you know, we've been talking about this really for three years. And if not a little bit longer, that these shots are and always were gene modification technology. Moderna and Pfizer never ran from that in their SEC filings in the very beginning. And they were nothing but contractors for the U.S. DOD, DARPA, and BARDA, our government, effectively, um, to utilize synthetic RNA. They call it messenger RNA, but it's actually a different form. It's synthetic RNA. And um, in order to effectuate gene modification through something called reverse transcriptase, it was always the case. And now you're starting to hear even the Surgeon General of Florida saying, holy cow, these are gene modification shots. The problem, Jeffrey, which which has been extraordinarily concerning to me, and I've, I've spent three plus years litigating this, is that there's already law on this subject matter. So the Supreme Court in 2013, a case called Molecular Pathology versus Myriad Genetics, held that use of mRNA, where have we heard that before? Use of mRNA to effectuate gene modification, um, creating a synthetic product thereof results in the ownership of that product. So what I'm saying to you is, according to existing U.S. case law from the Supreme Court, there's no higher law that the people that got the mRNA shots, that's Pfizer and Moderna, those people are now a new species and they are owned. They are a slave species. In accordance with all of the patents that we saw in advance, if it had to have been a trillion dollars worth of patents betting on this. So we put in front of the Supreme Court, our my case, Robert V. Austin, I sued the DOD and tried to stop the shots back in August of 2021, went all the way through the appellate court system to the U.S. Supreme Court. The threshold issue was, hey, court, would you like to reverse, amend, or modify your holding in Myriad? Right now, you're saying that people that got the shots are a new slave species, according to existing case law. We'd like you to clarify that and reverse it, perhaps, because the 13th Amendment to our Constitution says you don't get to own people. That's slavery. You can't do that. The Supreme Court said, blah, 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 we can't hear you. And they rejected our case in a vote of five to five to four to not hear our case and not give us our day in court. What that means is that this was a plan. It was always a plan. And now it's a question of to, to humanity, what the hell are we going to do about it? Because everybody that got at least those two companies' shots um, no longer has any rights. No human rights, no constitutional rights. You're not a human anymore. Um, and our government named them all the way back in 2001. Langley, that's the CIA, NASA Research Center said that they are called Borg. And our government spent billions of dollars um, genetically modifying, creating super soldiers, amongst other things, in anticipation, in preparation for this very day we find ourselves in. And the Supreme Court says, yep, that's the law. So the super soldiers, so I I know some of those guys. Uh, The guy that George Clooney played in, Men Who Stare at Goats, like I, I know him. He's a nice guy. He's certainly not a super soldier. Just like everything else they present, it's all a con. It's like AI. It's a con. N- none of this stuff works. And none well, of I, stuff- I wouldn't be so sure that's true. 
If you look at Kim Jong-un in August of 2020, uh, August of 2021, he released a video of his super soldier program. These guys were getting beaten in the head with sledgehammers, amongst other things, like nothing had happened to them. So I, the, the genetic modification was happening inside the DOD under a special letter of memorandum to uh, then Donald Rumsfeld, the Secretary of Defense, allowing for experimentation on soldiers, genetic modification without their informed consent. And that's been happening since 2005, and they rolled it out on the rest of the planet in 2020, effectively. So there, have, there are genetic changes. Whether somebody's a super soldier or not is almost immaterial. They're genetically modified for a reason. We don't know what those reasons are yet. Oh, no, I, I, I'm not saying they're not genetically. I totally agree with that. I'm just saying they're not giants. They're not, they're neither oh. giants nor Well, look at, look at North Korea. I mean, you may change your mind on that. It's pretty impressive. No, well, send me something. I was stationed in South Korea. Uh, and yeah. while, while we, if North Korea came south, the initial uh, units would be overrun, certainly. There is no way that North Korea is going to fight on out. The, the new Red Dawn with North Korea dropping into America is ludicrous. It, Russia couldn't even uh, go into uh, Western Europe if they wanted to, much less America. That's all. Isn't that good? Isn't that great? <laughs> That's what we like. Deterrent. But I, but I'm not saying that there aren't modifications. I'm just saying that I'm not scared of them. I'm not overwhelmed by them. Uh, you know, I'd love to see the the super soldier stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's there's videos about it. It's really fascinating. I mean, these guys literally are taking sledgehammers to the head, and there's nothing. They they're they seem to be puncture proof as well. Their yeah. bodies. Seventh. There were guys in seventh group that had worked with the Chanas and had worked with the Menesteric Goats program. That were that I knew that were you know uh, having tanks run or jeeps run over them and boards broken over their arms and stuff like that. Sounds like it has gotten um, stronger, uh, but you know I I don't think that they are invincible. I guess is my main point there. Um, sure. But Michael uh, says so. The local PDs are part of the regional task forces are pulled into the Praetorian model. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. That the and Todd and I are agreeing. The, the cops have are, are turned uh, on us. They are not uh, most, very few of them are going to uh, help us at all. Um, uh, how does, here's a question from S doom WM. How does the FDA now saying that informed consent isn't required for clinical trials with minimal, minimal risk relate to the Nuremberg requirement? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's been their plan all along, right? It was to eliminate that function of law that came out of Nuremberg, uh, Germany in 1990, sorry, 1947. So um, this goes to the suspension and, frankly, the revocation of your human rights. So there was a Marburg provision of the PrEP Act that, that gave immunity to the drug manufacturers and everybody else that had anything to do with COVID countermeasures. So that's the, the military's weapon. That means their response to the, the pandemic. So when six magic words are uttered, a public health emergency of international concern by Tedros Adnan, the director of the World Health Organization, globally, everybody's human rights are suspended, which includes the rights to informed consent as found in the International Convention on Human Rights, it's Article 7, the International Convention on Civil and Political Rights, Article 7, and the Nuremberg Codex. 
So um, the, the world's governments, per the 2005 International Health Regulations and membership to the WHO said, if those six magic words are uttered by the director, all bets are off. Nobody has any rights um, and there will be no redress. And we found this in something called the Bureau of Justice. It was the amalgamation, law enforcement, the judiciary, so, say it twice, the judiciary and law enforcement combined, amalgamated along with corrections and what? Public health, they all became one upon the utterance of those magic words. So this is how they cut off redress of the courts. It's why my case and 12 others like it was dismissed. The Article Three courts wouldn't hear it. Why? How are they, because how globally, are the everybody's rights. Sorry? How was the judiciary in there from the beginning? I can see how the judiciary came in when course cases were brought to them, but before that. Bureau of Justice, created in 2006 by our government, says upon the invocation of a public health emergency, those four activities, those four functions are amalgamated into one. Jeffrey, when we sued, we got back canned pleadings. Every other lawyer that sued like us, we got back the exact same pleadings. All of them said the same thing. Hey, court, you don't have any jurisdiction to hear this case, so we're not going to answer it, and you're not going to hear it. Why? Because the judiciary and law enforcement, that's the prosecutors and the, and the guy on the bench, were amalgamated in functions in unity with public health. So, and this is why corrections, the same kind of thing. So when we were interrupting these new quarantine centers being built, including one in Cochise County, Arizona, they had all four functions in this quarantine center. Why? Because that's what the law required when a pandemic is declared. That pandemic was also the declaration of a Marburg pandemic. Nobody fell over dead from Marburg, but we're in the middle of a Marburg pandemic since 20 of uh, March 2020. They re reviewed it and um, reinstated it. It goes they to reinstated it January 1 of this year and extended it to 2028. We're in a Marburg pandemic. How many people have you seen falling over dead, bleeding from their eyes and ears? Yeah. It's, it's a justification for the revocation of our human rights. That's what I'm saying to you. There's a substitute law. You can look it up yourself. When that invocation happens, 42 CFR Part 70 and 71 are now enforced. Those are the new laws. Guess what? The border's open because of Title 42. It means they have plenary power under public health. It is the ultimate in power, and nobody can do a thing about it. It's, it's a public health dictatorship, and it's global. And thanks to all these gangsters, they have given Tedros Adnan the power to control our Department of Defense, which now is in charge of the public health response to the Defense Health Agency. You know, the guy on the aircraft, Lufthansa, who was yeah. chills before and then vomited blood, that's obviously a staged um, yes. act. Sasha reviewed by a Polish doctor, Jeffrey, but but reviewed by a Polish non-English speaking doctor, non-German speaking doctor before the guy gets on the plane. This female Polish doctor. Oh, yeah, he's fine. Send him on. But my question is, how come they didn't capitalize? I didn't hear a lot about that. They, should they didn't quarantine anybody either. Wouldn't it be great if you didn't quarantine anybody on that airplane? And now everybody could be sick with Marburg. Oh, so right? Here's my point is that was clearly staged. Sasha talks about how you go poison a couple of people and then say there's a pandemic. Yeah. There's not real. They, that was supposed to be for that. They didn't do it, I think, because they're afraid, because they've lost power. Well, I think they have lost power. And, and we're seeing that with this French declaration. You know, thou shalt not say a bad word about our, our medical martial law dictates. For if you do, you'll go to jail for three years. That's what that says. 
and you will you will obey with um, involuntary treatments. It also says that or thirty thousand dollar, forty five thousand pound or euro euro fine, whatever it is. It's it's a horrific penalty. French people don't have any money to begin with because they've all been indebted, enslaved, and starved. Um, so you know, only the immigrants could afford to pay the the fine. <laughs> Stay out of jail because they're given everything. So this is the end of their system. Sorry, they're desperate. Yeah, they're of course, desperate. right? So, yeah, so, so I hear. S. Doom WM says, "Is the FDA action so that the vaccines can be distributed via the air?" Gates is talking about that, and they're doing that now uh, yeah, as it's being tested. Yeah, what's the what's your take? Because I remember. Back in the 90s, a DEA pilot I work with told me about chemtrails, and I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Now, of course, mm. you know, I had Dave yeah. Wiggins, but there's a lot more chemtrailing. There's a lot more uh, bioweapons being distributed by air. So the question there is, is the FDA action so that the yeah. vaccine bioweapons can be distributed via the air as it's currently being tested? Yes. Yes. And the reason for that is this. Look up something called continuous commercial production. And what you'll find is that mRNA is now able to be reproduced with pathogens inside of it through an electromagnetic field. I don't understand how it works exactly, but continuously and forevermore without any limitation whatsoever. It appears to me that the means by which this is done is genetic programming of people who then manufacture spike proteins. Or if it's a Marburg bug, they're manufacturing Marburg proteins, M proteins, things of that nature. We have all of the science to support that contention, along with um, you know materials that, that indicate exactly as you described that that's what's going to happen. Um, and so the, the continuous commercial production, the, the contagious vaccination appears to be person to person, right? Shedding and things of that nature, but they do have the ability to aerosolize this. And, and lo and behold, you have Bill Gates that aerosolized it through a bunch of genetically modified mosquitoes who are now biting people across Florida um, and spreading whatever what? disease Maui. he loaded them with. Maui, they're releasing them in Maui too after they've do well, Maui. There you go. There's your answer. What, what kind of a state, what kind of a governor would allow that to happen, Florida or Hawaii? Are they are they acting your best interest? And I would tell you this, Mr. DeSantis was twice presented with the opportunity to repeal Florida's laws, um, medical martial law, and he did it. It's actually in the books in Florida. They have medical martial law, public health emergency. All your rights are gone, 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 gone. And that, by the way, that's right now. You have no rights. Well, so what's your feeling on Trump never coming out and confessing that he was fooled by his Constellation staff about the bioweapon? How because, could he? Because he was right. uh, he because he's, he's got what I think is he's got so many cases going on. The Prep Act gives him uh, immunity from liability. It's false. It will fail eventually. But he's so flinching from he can't. Uh, cases. There's nothing he can do, and herein lies the problem. And it could well be that this was so well thought out that the, that the bad guys planned for this. So in yeah. August of 2021. Prior to the mandate coming from Lloyd Austin, I sued him with a temporary restraining order and said, hey, you can't do this for the following reasons. And we put into evidence SM-102, ALC-0315 and 3015, um, polyethylene glycol, all kinds of evidence, genetic modification. I mean, it was 186 pages of evidence into the complaint that was lodged with the Federal District Court in Colorado and served upon who? Lloyd Austin. Uh, 
Becerra, as memory serves, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, Janet Woodcock, Commissioner of the FDA. After, after we served them with this evidence, court-certified admissible evidence, they then continued on with the, the implementation of the program that President Trump built. They were given notice, Jeffrey, at least on that day, if not prior, because people filed criminal complaints everywhere and served attorneys general. They were on notice legally, hey, here's what's happening. And the act of not stopping and not looking back and, and moving forward with it created criminal culpability, at least on the basis of something called scienter, which means you knew or you should have known. So they are screwed. Anybody and everybody that had anything to do with, with this weapon and the, the logistics and the preparation of the perpetration is under criminal law, screwed their culpable. And I think that that may include President Trump. We don't know because we don't know what he knew at what time. We don't know who told him what, and he ain't talking. So at this moment in time, it's a 50-50 shot. He might be culpable. Uh, maybe he did know. On the other hand, maybe he didn't know and he got lied to. Both things are plausible, but he can't answer either way. So, and a unique approach says to clarify recent stuff like COVID, older stuff was Obama and Rich Luger. Uh, that's certainly true. Luger and Obama, uh, I think it was 2005, went into Ukraine to establish the U.S. biolabs yeah. uh, there way back then. Uh, but that was a first generation of that stuff uh, happening. So, um, so to wrap up, uh, how how do you see that we are winning? Um, uh, this is because we're alive. We're alive. We weren't supposed to be alive, and we're alive. You know, the the attack wasn't the way it was supposed to have happened. There's a half a dozen, or maybe even a dozen more attacks that should have happened and have not, including the Ukrainians trying to shell uh, Chernobyl to start a, a nuclear spill to justify a war. They have the best American artillery. You can land a warhead on a dime at 13 miles, and they couldn't hit Chernobyl. Why? God's hand, maybe people saying, no, I'm not going to help and sabotaging those efforts or subverting them. Whatever the case is, we're here. We ain't supposed to be here. Um, and now humanity has awoken. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. There will be a reckoning one way or another. It might be very bloody and costly, but this is the year humanity arises. Well, that's awesome. Wow. I, well, thank you so much, Todd. I know you got another show coming up, but I learned a lot. This was really um, <laughs> helpful. Um, Always fun, man. Where where can people follow? Where's best people to follow you on CloudHub or or where? Yeah, so Vax Choice is one of our brands on CloudHub, and and I spend way too much time on on CloudHub things for, for reasons I don't fully know yet. But that's where you find me most of the time. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks so much. Say hi to Doctor. My Bleak pleasure. Else, and uh, uh, will do. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. God bless you. God bless. Okay, so I, wow, that was a really informative uh, show. That went farther than I even planned. Very helpful uh, to understand and a deeper understanding of uh, what's going on. And I'm glad to see Todd is so optimistic as I am. And I'll look into the super soldier stuff. My, you know, my point there is don't be scared of these guys. They want you to be afraid. So uh, we don't always win, but we always learn more in defeat. And winning is difficult, demanding, and always, always expensive. We can win and we will win if we commit. The most committed wins always. Nobody is coming. It's up to us, not Q, not Trump, not the White Hats. Uh, 
So define what you are willing to fight, kill, and die for. We are behind enemy lines in our own country against our own government. The faithful versus the fakes. Reset versus resistance. Parents versus pedos. God is not with us, but we are with God. But tyrants always fall. Tyranny always fails. Graphene is not in our DNA, but freedom is. But freedom is never, ever given. It is earned. It is fought for. It is won. It is taken. So take it.